today, the Biden administration says the border is not open despite the tens of thousands of migrants crossing right in front of us. But don't believe your own lion eyes. The FDA rejects boosters for the majority of Americans and the Justice for J6 rally was just a federal agent convention, it turns out. We've got a lot coming up this Monday, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. It is going to be a fun one today, ladies and gentlemen. I am joined today by Eric July, Blaze TV contributor and also a host of For Canon's Sake, which you can find on YouTube. We also, on his maiden voyage on the show, have Jack from Red Eagle Politics, which you can also find on YouTube. Uh, so it's going to be a fun one. I've got two. Is it is it offensive if I say YouTubers? No, it's not offensive. Okay, I've got two YouTubers on here YouTube, so. ready to pop off at all of the madness that's going on today. So let's start with the border. Um, over the weekend, there was a lot that developed uh, over here in Texas, where I know there are a lot of... Um, people from the Northeast or some other places who really think that they have a great understanding of what it's like. And that, look, they're bleeding hearts. They want everyone to come in. They want all, all immigrants to be able to have food and shelter and clothing off the taxpayers' dimes, apparently. But um, it's hard to really understand unless you are A, living it, or B, seeing it on video for yourself. So if we have any video of all of these just, I mean, influx of migrants, um, I'd love to show that. But in the meantime, law enforcement officials with the state of Texas, so Texas DPS, uh, here's a picture. Yeah, here's a video right, right here guys, what you're looking at while right I'm talking. Is, that is the US side of the Rio this is the U.S. side, in case you guys didn't hear. The U.S. side of the Rio Grande. So just a few. Look at this. Several Just a few people across as we speak. We're on a boat in the Rio Grande. This is the Mex and then this is, of course, underneath the bridge uh, once they got here. So really, when we're talking about tens of thousands of people, I think there was one estimate that was actually as high as 23,000 uh, immigrants here who just crossed right on over, walked right on over. So not a small amount of people. Um, but uh, law enforcement officials in the state of Texas, so Texas DPS actually stepped up and uh, put all of their, they, there, there it is, a bunch of cars all along the southern border where there was the influx of immigrants. I, for one, am wondering why this didn't come sooner, why it took 20,000 uh, immigrants for them to finally say, oh, hey, guys, you know what we could do? We could put a bunch of cars out there and actually come and enforce the laws that are on the books already. But hey, what do I know? Uh, so a lot of this developing over the weekend caused the Biden administration to have a press conference today about it. So Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas uh, had a message for those who may be planning to enter the United States illegally. We'll see if we really buy into this message. Watch. We have reiterated that our borders are not open and people oh. should not make the dangerous journey. Individuals and families are subject to border restrictions, including expulsion. Irregular migration poses a significant threat to the health and welfare welfare of border communities 
into the lives of the migrants themselves and should not be attempted. So I hear the words that are coming out of his mouth. Um, however, I don't think that they really match up with what I'm seeing and also what I'm hearing from the ground, which is a, a, there's a huge influx of Haitians who are there. Um, the single men are being turned away and sent home is what they're saying, but all of the families uh, are not, which, by the way, there's no way to vet whether or not they're actually families. So... What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong here? I mean, I'll say that I I believe that, you know, what he is saying. However, this is just where you see the conflict between policy and most of them are, to be fair, in the Northeast that talk about the subject mm -hmm. of immigration. Mm -hmm. When you hear them talk about it, it's more of kumbaya. Right. Bring everybody in. Uh, you know, we want to make sure these guys are, are safe. They are going to have all of this opportunity. It should be available for them. And quite often what you uh, spoke towards when it comes to like. Uh, taxpayer funded sort of migrant efforts definitely when you're dealing with like the refugee resettlement programs like all that sort of stuff is like it's 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 all good but what's happened and it's not anything new you heard me talk about this in the story even with the pre not even the previous administration in terms of trump but like with obama like they talk out both sides of their mouth but that's the problem mm -hmm. that's what's created the issue there is talking out of both sides of their mouth where they have people uh, look, these people aren't, aren't aren't stupid, folks. You may think that going on a journey that may be as dangerous as potentially as what it is, but they're not stupid in a sense that they understand that this risk is worth taking to them. But they're being led to believe that in itself because of just that. They have the other Democrats and whatnot talking out the other side of the mouse like, hey, we're going to at least take care of you. That's what happened with this situation, at least with the Haitians, not necessarily them believing that. But, hey, we got we, we found our opening here. Get so and so and your, and your grandma and them and get them over here and we can we can make something happen, which is why traditionally you don't see Haitians coming up through there. They usually go come up through through Florida. So this was a bizarre thing. But when you have politicians talking out of both sides of their mouth where yes to maybe their federal employees or the people that are actually on the ground are like no 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 you cannot you cannot do that and it sounds very good but you always have those guys that aren't as necessarily as strict as what you would think they would be or should be because that does not benefit their voter block and i'm not even talking about the immigrants that are coming over there in terms of how they're voting but more so how these people who unfortunately their vote is cast based on bleed being these sort of bleeding heart uh, uh leftists that think that this, the state, rather, the federal government should be paying and subsidizing all these migrant efforts. So if they weren't talking like that, you wouldn't be dealing with that sort of problem. When people look and they see that there's an opening, this administration is going to be a lot more open to us getting and, and maybe living these better lives. But when it's all said and done, you hear what we just said, like, oh, no, it's not open. Yeah, they'll deport folks up out of there. But this is a problem that could be resolved because, yes, 23,000 people like whatever the number that's a massive influx of people that are coming over here they just didn't up and stumble across that that particular area uh, yesterday no this was something conservative i i mean especially uh the people from haiti yeah. which you know is yeah. an island and it's not close to uh the southern border yeah, <laughs> over exactly. in uh texas and mexico and we know this i mean i think it was like in the 2019 presidential debate joe biden said that he wants people to rush to the border and Kamala Harris did the same thing. And now we're seeing a rush to the border. I mean, the numbers are higher than they've ever been. We're yeah. expected to take, I think, 1.6 million illegal aliens this year, not just legal immigrants, mm. but illegal 1.6 million, which is just an insane amount. And you're seeing this here. 
and Biden's approval rating now is tanking on mm -hmm. the issue and on all the issues it's underwater. Even his like favorite poll came out today and he's below Trump in that poll Wow! Uh, to the point where it's like he clearly just has to talk out of the other side of his mouth now because he's losing and he's yep. trying to move right on the issue. But I think the damage is already done given the amount of uh, migrants that are surging to the border. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting to see them talk out of both sides of their mouth because I know Joe Biden uh, would say things like that to try to appease the more radical uh, side of the more, the more radical wing of their party. And then as it turns out, like they're they're going to expect you if you say this, they're going to expect you to follow through with what you said you were going to do. And then the rest of the party goes, well, hold on, guys, we can't actually have open borders. How do we like we That's can't accommodate this? Right. Right. With that with that party. And I mean, you have like the AOC leftists and then you yes. have like kind of more moderate Democrats that have been there. And you guys uh, are forever. promising all of these radicals, yeah. all of these things. And that's the issue. Right. Yep. You, you give them you give them that bone around to try to appease them and then you end up because these aren't positions that really the Democratic Party has ever has. I know we rag on them a lot and I would disagree with a lot of conservatives on that in terms of them being as as free flowing with their approach to immigration. I don't think they've ever actually been that. Yeah. But what happens is they have those like radical types like the AOCs of the world which are acting as if they're so pro-immigrant they go to the border and start crying and, uh, for photo ops and stuff. Mm -hmm. But they don't really understand like definitely when it comes to like, demographic change or anything like this stuff doesn't even impact them. They don't even they can't even wrap their minds around what's actually going on. And then when it comes to the federal policy, we saw this with the Obama administration. When it's all said and done, when they want to, oh, they'll get them up out of here. They'll deport them by, again, in, in, in numbers that are well beyond anything that was before them in terms of him in, deporting more people than what Bush yeah. uh, and really every president before him. No, that's not a changing of the rule of what they included, a, a, a decided what a deportation was. No, that's actual removals. Obama wasn't playing around with that yeah. sort of stuff. But when you talk out both sides of your mouth, it's like you said, hey, come on, come over here. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of you. Oh, wait a minute. No, we were just lying. Yeah. So radical wings like, well, wait a minute. This yeah, you guys just so, said, yeah. You just said that, that, that you were going to take care of, care of more so our position. And the right. other side, the more moderate Democrats, like, no, this isn't a position that this party has really ever held. You guys just started preaching this open border mm -hmm. stuff. So when it comes to that, though, don't get in their way. Let them fight. Oh, 100 uh, percent. So here's another piece to this whole story when we're talking about all of the illegal immigrants coming in. Uh, the United States just came out and said uh, foreign nationals will all need to be vaccinated and show proof of their vaccination status in order to enter the country. So we're talking about people from the UK, uh, from Europe, from all over, having to, once they fly in, having to show their vaccination status to America in order to be let in. Uh, Jen Psaki today, White House Press Secretary, was asked if all of the illegal immigrants coming in through the southern border would have to do the same thing. Here is that exchange. Is somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas and setting up camps on this side of the border for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test? Well, first of all, I can re, re, I can readdress for you or re-talk re you through what that steps is, we that take. That is the policy for people who fly into the country. So if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? 
Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. Oh, okay. As individuals, as individuals come across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't <laughs> think it's the <laughs> same <laughs> thing. It's not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted, and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title 42 specifically because of COVID. This, she is so awful at her job. She is horrible at her job, and she is a horrible person. She is so smug when she's answering this question, knowing that she is saying something that she, semantics are everything, right? She's like, well, let me just readdress this for you. Let me just retell you. No, because what you're saying is you're trying not to allude to the fact that these are two completely different policies. The people who are coming the right way get punished by having to have a vaccine passport in order to enter the country, which, by the way, uh, is going to do them no good because you can still transmit the virus and also contract the virus if you are vaccinated. But uh, but you get a pass, you get rewarded if you are uh, an illegal immigrant because ju they're just going to assess you for symptoms. And their intention is for you to be quarantined, but who knows? Who knows, Jack? Exactly, and I just I find it funny when she said in the tape that uh, they don't plan on staying here long term. Yeah, yeah. like here as in the country, because I'm pretty sure they're not just passing through. Exactly, I don't <laughs> I don't see too many of them making their way up to Canada. No, but, uh, yeah. And in fact, I think that border would be closed. Oh, probably. So, yeah. <laughs> as nice as Canadians are, I think that border would be closed. Eric, last word on this. Oh almost. man, it, what to what you, your point was? I mean, she's terrible at what it is that she she does. She gets to work in her neck when any. Anybody uh, questions anything, but you're right. Uh, this whole temporary thing, though, is just as about as uh, arbitrary as like the whole sitting down in a restaurant and the COVID flies over yeah. your head, I guess, when you sit down. But because they're temporary, they can't spread it. So we don't even worry about that. You just that. follow the science. Right, right now, that's exactly what the science is. It just really cares about uh -huh. how long you're <laughs> in the country um, yeah. or what you plan to be in the country. Um, and then you can't con you contract it or pass it if you're only there for like, I don't know, a few days or something like well, that. Well, we've always known that COVID is, in fact, a social justice warrior. Yeah, that's so. true. Does it go to marches, um, right. Black Lives well, Matter protests? Black Lives Matter marches. Uh, yeah, th th that's very true. Now, if this is like a Trump any like parade yeah. or anything like that. If you want to open up your own economy in your state. <laughs> It's going to be a super spreader. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You could celebrate Biden's victory, though. It's perfectly fine. It goes away. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is a very smart virus. I mean, that usually tends to happen when you create something in a lab. Uh, all right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So Patriot Mobile is a company that actually inspired me uh, when I started creating my company because we talk so often about not having conservative companies, not having conservative places to spend our dollars. Well, Patriot Mobile has actually done that with cell phones, okay? Wireless providers, there's a bunch of big mobile companies who are gonna take a portion of your money and donate it to left-leaning causes. Patriot Mobile is actually America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer that same broad nationwide coverage. They use the same towers as all the major carriers. Um, and by the way, they have plans to fit any budget, 100% uh, US-based customer support. So, uh, but all of that aside, which is all great, but all of that aside, Patriot Mobile also shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responder heroes. So if you are spending your money with Big Mobile, don't spend your money with companies who hate you. 
Go to PatriotMobile.com slash news. Get free activation with the offer code news. By the way, you're going to get a uh, special discount on top of that if you are a veteran or a first responder only at PatriotMobile.com slash news. The Biden administration has been pushing these booster shots uh, over and over again, even though the FDA has not commented on whether or not booster shots would be necessary, even though the WHO came out and said, we do not think that you guys should be giving the booster shots, uh, although their reasoning was much different, which was we think that you should be sharing your vaccine, uh, you know, all of your vaccines with the third world countries who don't have them. But regardless, uh, the Biden administration and all of the, you know, the science, not the, well. Trademark. I, right, thank you. The science TM. Uh, all of those people were saying, well, you really, okay, look, it didn't work the first time you took it. It didn't work the second time you took it. But what's really going to work is when you take it again. So then it cannot work again. But then you can just take them for the rest of your life. And then we'll just see. We'll just flip a coin and see. Uh, But despite all of this being talked about, an FDA advisory committee actually finally voted on whether or not booster shots should be recommended for ages 16 and up. They voted 16 to 2 to uh, to not recommend booster shots for individuals from 16 to 64. They did recommend uh, boosters for individuals 65 and up uh, or those who are at high risk of severe COVID-19, uh, immunocompromised, things of that nature. By the way, so far, uh, 63.6% of the U.S. population ages 12 and above have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19. 74.4% of that demographic has received at least one dose. So, um Interesting, because we see this happen after several, I believe there were two FDA officials who were pretty high up, had worked there for a long time. They resigned, and the report that we heard at that time was that they were tired of the White House and the CDC trying to pressure them into making these decisions based on politics rather than the actual the actual science, not the science TM. So here we see the FDA advisory panel come out. I hope that it's a sign of them saying, we're done letting you guys run our ship. But we'll see. It, I was ex- I was going to speak to the point that you had just made. Um, obviously, it's coming in lieu of that. With yeah. Those guys resigning specifically for the reason you mentioned and that they looked at the Biden administration. And, you know, it, before they had, he had even went through them, he was talking about making sure. But I can't remember the actual date that he was. I think it was sometime of this month where he was saying that people would be eligible to get these uh, booster shots. Mm-hmm. And this obviously frustrated a lot of people with the. Uh, FDA so much so that some of them were uh, resigning. So what this tells me is that there's a lot of internal conflict. Mm -hmm. And if this wasn't even close, like 16 to 2 is something they know that they might not want to be uh, up front with. But 16 to 2, definitely when you consider how like the approach that has been taken with the emergency rollout and all of that, 16 to 2. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Maybe it has something to do with some of the things that are coming out of like Israel and the other, I don't know, 15 studies that are showing that people with natural immunity uh, seem to be doing way better than the people that are more so double double vax. Even Fauci is having to try. He's kind of talking around it because he doesn't want to concede it all the way. But when you look at that age demographic, like let's say people that are 16 and between like 16 and 49 and those 
younger ages. Like what sense does it make for them to take that, especially considering that a lot of folk are looking at that data and it's coming out. And I'm seeing people that have like vaccine regret looking at that. Like, what do you mean to tell me when it comes to symptomatic reinfection, the people that didn't get the vaccine and recovered from it are going to do better than me? And I have to be relying upon these booster shots every, I don't know, six to eight months. Who knows? Like this is a serious conversation, but it goes to show that when you rush something out and you don't allow people to have open dialogue and everything's political, it's more about who you can try to demonize and who you can present as the bad people. It's not rooted in any sort of science. And just like economics, it doesn't really care about your political slant or your emotional views. Yeah, let me, Jack, I want to get your uh, your take on this, but let me, Eric mentioned Dr. Fauci flip-flopping. Let's listen to Dr. Fauci uh, just over the weekend being asked by Jake Tapper on, you know, what's what's going on here because you just recommended the boosters and now this has happened, watch. On Wednesday, you said in an interview, quote, if they say we don't think there's enough data to do a booster, then so be it. I think that would be a mistake, to be honest with you. So on Wednesday, you said it would be a mistake. So, but now you're saying you don't think it was a mistake? <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, when I was saying that mistake, my own personal looking at this, again, just because I look at the data and say I would do it this way, that's the reason why we have qualified groups of people who together as a committee examine all the data and make a decision. So I have no problem at all with their decision. The thing that I'm saying is that data will continue to come in and I believe you're gonna see an evolution of this process as we go on in the next several weeks to months. Your thoughts? Well, they say trust the experts. However, they're only focusing on the experts that really agree with Mm -hmm. uh, their narrative. The fact that you had two people who resigned because it was being politicized kind of tells me everything that I need to know about the whole situation because they say trust the science and they swear by it as their religion but basically at some point the science seems to fit a narrative and it just seems to be the narrative that is being pushed by the elite in this country so that's really what we see here yeah well and i mean this i think it was when fauci was on uh last time with jake tapper as well when he was asked about people with natural immunity, yes. you know, what's the deal with that? And he actually said, well, I don't know. That's a good question. Oh, yeah. I remember we'll look that. into that. that it's like, well, do you want to look into that before you mandate it for um, all Americans to freaking take? <laughs> Maybe that was the time. He's done that two times uh, <laughs> recently on, on CNN where they brought up the whole natural immunity. He was on with uh, Dr. Gunta, I believe, was, oh, yeah. uh, was his name, where he was talking about, that. oh, well, there's a considerable, that's the thing that you, we have to take into consideration. Yeah. And then I think it was with Jake Tapper when he's asked about natural immunity and he goes on some tangent about, well, yeah, I guess that's kind of what the data is kind of suggesting, but (laughs) we don't know how durable these antibodies are. I was like, wait a minute, you can say the same thing about the vaccine, can you not? And in fact, we have way more history of like knowing how the human body immune response works Mm -hmm. to base uh, some sort of educated guess off of than we do with the freaking vaccine. And that's with coronaviruses. Like even if you go with similar, like first saw SARS, because we have at least that and com- co- to compare with us upper respiratory illnesses. So it's not like we're just flying in blind with that. And it's not crazy because people back in March of 2020 were suggesting uh, exactly that about natural immunity and all of that. So he's late to the party. But my frustration is that he gets to do that. Mm-hmm. He gets to be wrong and yep. he'll never be held 
accountable for that. So now you, under your advisory, a bunch of people that probably shouldn't have got the vaccine if they were young and healthy, maybe have even damaged their immune systems because they're gonna be relying upon this when they probably would have recovered. Uh, and, and been able to stave this off for, you know, maybe I guess how durable, who, who knows, but same can be said, said by the vaccine. By the way, highest paid federal employee. Yeah. Just want to remind everyone of that. Before I was alive. Just want to remind everyone of that. That is your tax dollars at work. Jack, I'm going to give you last word on this particular topic, but let me throw this to you. Uh, Pfizer said today that the company's two-dose COVID vaccine is safe and showed a, quote, robust antibody response in children ages 5 to 11. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe there's any data that suggests that children are uh, somewhat susceptible to COVID, but get vaccinated anyway with these drugs that we don't know any longer. They're really not, and they just want to pump our children now with this experimental drug, and it's not going to be just one dose of it as we see. It's going to be one, two, three, and when the fourth one's ineffective, they're just going to keep giving them, and there's already some talk about pills now that Mm -hmm. they're going to have people take, and honestly, it just gets me thinking that it just seems as if they're doing this as like a pyramid scheme of... uh, big pharma just to profit a little bit more off the vaccine that's kind of why they're dancing around the question of uh natural immunity even though they're like moving the goalposts so that's kind of what i what i think about this yeah amen to that all right we've got more to come first we want to thank our sponsor relief band so uh if you're like let's just say that you're just watching the news today it's probably making you feel nauseated all right. Uh, so if you have a problem with nausea, maybe you ride uh, on your commute, train, subway, uh, you know, even the car sometimes can make you sick to your stomach. It's an awful feeling. You don't want to feel it. All right. And that is why you need Relief Band. OK, Relief Band is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband, and it has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting. It's 100 percent drug free, by the way. Uh, so it's not like all of these uh, vaccines that they're trying to pump into your veins. It is all natural relief. It stimulates a nerve in the wrist, actually, that travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea, and then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you're sick. It is very cool, and right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for my audience. If you go to reliefband.com, use promo code Y, that is W-H-Y, you will get 20% off, plus free shipping, a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. Hey, guys, it's great for hangovers, too, so I'd advise that you go to reliefband.com. That is reliefband.com. Use promo code Y. On the issue of children and coronavirus, New York Governor Kathy Hochul has implemented a universal mask mandate for all child care and daycare centers. This has happened in the last week. Um, obviously, if you have a child or have ever been around children, you know that that is made nearly impossible by the sheer fact that children are not just going to tolerate uh, a cloth on top of not just their face, but the place where they breathe. Because as it turns out, we all have this innate response to like want to breathe oxygen. And it also turns out that children don't take too kindly to this. So there is a viral video of this toddler who is at daycare. This is the the mom posted it um, on, I believe, Facebook. And she said, this is my poor kid at daycare today so I can work. Point of clarification, I'm not upset with his daycare. They are attempting to comply with the mandate. I'll get back to that in a second. 
I love where he is. I'm pissed out at our governor uh, who think that mandating two-year-olds to wear a mask seven to ten hours a day is at all necessary. And uh, it was shared by someone who said this is child abuse, which is absolutely correct. Here is that video. Put the mask on. No, you gotta put, you gotta wear it on, the honey. No, you gotta keep it on. Put your mask on. There you go. Keep it right there. Yay, Mason! Yay! You put it on, Mason. Look, we're gonna keep it right here. Oh. Okay, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. Um, so, a couple issues I'd like to bring to the table, gentlemen. Point of clarification, this is again what the mother says. Point of clarification, I'm not upset with his daycare. They are attempting to comply with the mandate. And that is our problem. And that is mm -hmm. why we are still stuck where we are stuck. Because a mother who knows that this is wrong, inherently she knows that this is wrong or she wouldn't have posted it, but she won't do anything about it and neither will the daycare because everyone says just following orders. Yeah, I'm done, I'm done with it. If you think this is child abuse, then you are complicit in the child abuse for continuing to allow your child back at this daycare. Didn't work for the Nazis, doesn't work for the police. Uh, not sure why it will work now, this whole I'm just following orders. Look. Many of y'all hate y'all's kids. Um, I've learned this over the course of this last year and some change when it comes to the pandemic that a lot of y'all high side on the internet, front and fake in front of your friends and act as if you care so much about your children and you want to do everything you can for them, but you actually do not and you actually hate them. Despite you knowing what these daycares and public education systems are doing, it doesn't matter who mandated, despite you knowing all of that, you still are dropping your not here kids off at, their, at them so they can be abused and really to be fair, these are probably the only places that they're ever going to ever experience things like this when it comes to this sort of abuse. Yet, despite knowing that, y'all continue to drop them off there and we keep having these weird conversations here on the show because weirdos out there act as if, well, I, I gotta work, I gotta do all this sort of stuff so I can't make sense for you to say you don't have children. I told y'all, if you think I would have my... If I saw that... Oh. Eric. And that was my child. I would be. I'm going to rock bottom that mm -hmm. chick through a table like that's what's going to have to happen. And maybe I will go to jail for a few days. It was 100 percent worth it. But you guys know what's going on. You're recording it. And maybe y'all go scream at the daycare center or the school board. And that's that's all good. But it come Monday, you're going to still drop them off right. there. And, that's and you're the going to do nothing about it. And that's why we continue to lose, not just on this issue, but a multitude of ish issues because you two chicken. I almost said something, but you're too chicken crap to actually do what it takes. You hate your kids. Just go admit it. It's true. And it is child abuse. And anybody who's okay with that is complicit in child abuse. Children, especially that young, don't need to be walking around with a face covering. They can't even uh, get a lot of the bad symptoms from the virus to begin with. 
And on top of that, kids need to see each other for proper development. That's kind of how it works. And you're stunting an uh, entire generation of development just because it makes you feel better because you're just uh, insane because you believe every single thing that uh, the experts in the media have been saying about this disease. And it is a problem. And the fact is, you're 100% right when you say that the right keeps losing because we just are not willing to put up a fight. Yeah. And it's so true because it's not just this issue, but a lot of issues. The right is just willing to sit there and take it because they say, oh, it's it's principles. Oh, it's the uh, it's just the daycare. You can't blame them. You absolutely should be blaming <laughs> well, them. Well, we want to follow the and rules. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, All they the have well, right? they have a yeah. sign outside their store. Well, we don't want to not follow the rules. They have a sign. It's a, it's a yeah, sign well, that they printed off of their stupid printer at home and they and they pu posted it up with scotch tape. How can we possibly not follow the rules? Exactly. Every time, right? Every time. Like, that's what's so frustrating about it. It's that we know it's coming from pressure by way of the government. Yeah. And if the people that are in between, because that governor, it's not like she's the one enforcing it, right? Right. It's not. Right. It's the daycare right. center. Right. It's maybe if the cops show up, if the ch child chooses not to, or a cop have to show up, he enforces it. It's those minions that are agents of the state, mm -hmm. effectively, that are making making that happen. Now, so you just act as an extension of them. If the people within any geographical area, doesn't matter if it's here or there, doesn't matter. If they say, you know what? No more. It ends today. It is. This isn't a complicated issue. And like you mentioned, people on the on the right make it one. But it's not that complex. No, it's not that easy. No, it is easy. Yes. You just are too chicken crap to do what needs to be done. That's it. Yeah. And, and by the way, as we wrap this up, I just want to reiterate any daycare uh, that is fine following these orders and putting that mask on that toddler who obviously is having a problem with it and who should not be masked. By the way, that's just science. All right. So don't take it up with me. Take it up with science. Any daycare who is fine with doing that does not actually care about your children does not care about your children, okay? i just like to say that. All right, we've got more to come, and we need to take a break so that I can cool off and not have my head explode. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Uprising Food, who I love, 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 love. You guys know me here at The Blaze. Uh, I'm like the the nutrition uh, guru uh, here at The Blaze. I'm, I annoy everyone because I'm super into it. I lost a bunch of weight a long time ago, and I got very into health and nutrition. What's making people sick? Uh, what is making people gain weight and uprising food is like right in line with all of this. Their mission is to liberate all of us from a broken food system that is stealing our health. You want to talk about uh, the real problem here when it comes to covid. Everyone is unhealthy. All right. And Uprising Food knows that everyone is unhealthy. So they have all of these products. They've got this bread. They've got these chips. They have all of these products that are so good for you, but they taste delicious. They're two net uh, carbs per serving of their bread, six grams of protein, nine grams of fiber. It is made with all of these clean ingredients. And they know that we all love our carbs. All right. We love bread. We love chips. We love these things. So they thought, Let's make these things healthy for you uh, and add fiber and add all of these things that are actually going to feed your body good things and prevent inflammation rather than turn it into crap and lower your immune system. Uprising Food right now is offering our viewers $10 off the starter bundle. That is two superfood cubes, four packs of Freedom Chips. These chips taste amazing. They taste like those old school bagel chips that you used to buy at the grocery store that were really bad for you, but these are good for you. You can go to uprisingfood.com. 
uprisingfood.com slash why. That is uprisingfood.com slash why. Speaker Nancy Pelosi said during some remarks on Friday that uh, America's capitalistic system has failed to serve the nation's economy adequately. It just needs to be improved is all. That's what Nancy Pelosi says. Uh, you, you know what? Let's listen to Nancy Pelosi. This was in London, by the way. And I, there's a point, I think she calls it capitalism, where I think her dentures are about to fall out. So that's always fun. Uh, but here is Nancy Pelosi on improving capitalism. Watch. In America, uh, capitalism uh, is our system. It is our economic system, but it has not served our economy as well as it should. And so what we want to do is not depart from that, but to improve it and to make sure that it serves. Uh, uh, Adam Smith wrote two books. He wrote Wealth of Nations, and then he wrote another book about principles about how in, uh, in, a, in an economy, in a society, you had to meet the needs of people. Now, he wasn't doing it really from compassion, but from practicality. Uh, so you cannot have a system where we, the, the success of some is, springs from the exploitation of the workers and, and springs from the exploitation of the environment and the rest. And we have to correct that. Well, that was Marxism rhetoric. Yeah. Just like to point that one out. Uh, but uh, so capitalism has not served our economy as well as it should. Could it, if we're talking about our economy today, could it possibly be the fact that everyone shut down over a virus and now our economy is not as strong as it was previous to that? And when could we was, factor that in? And when it was, it wasn't as strong as what it should be because capitalism has historically not been allowed to exist. At minimum, there I would go. say ever, but especially at 1913 with the implementation of both the income tax and the founding of the Federal Reserve it's System. It's already being stifled. So, let's talk about, just real quick, capitalism. It's the yeah. private ownership of goods and services and the free, this is my expertise, private ownership of goods and services and the free and voluntary exchange of those private goods and services. Nobody can look at the vast amounts of taxation regulatory bodies and all of this nonsense that exists in this country. Anybody that's ever started a business knows, even in Texas, the amount of hoops and bull crap that you have to jump through in order to even exist within the economy. So acts of aggression won't be performed against you by way of these uh, these state agents because you did something illegal. And now you can't braid people's hair and other stupid stuff like that (laughs) or collect rainwater for that matter. Look. You cannot look at this economy and say that it's because of capitalism when you consider how vast amounts of just regulations that we have here. And it's not just at the, to be fair, not just at the federal level. It is it, 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 it really stifles economic growth. And it's been that way for a very long time. So it kills me when these socialistic idiots get out there and talk about capitalism not doing something when they haven't even allowed it to thrive and at every given turn they're trying to really put a stamp down on it and not allow it to exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 100% true. Um, the problem with our current capitalist system is that it's not entirely capitalist. That's part of it, but also you have things such as globalization, free trade, unfettered and, and mass immigration, and she has shielded for that relentlessly her entire career. And uh, you talk about the reduction of manufacturing and part of that is due to regulation and trade and everything and 
she's exactly complicit in any demise of our current system all of the regulations everything she's advocated for every single one so it's kind of ironic she's just trying to throw out that rhetoric as like uh throwing a bone to the further left base of the party essentially that's all it really mm -hmm. is which i feel like kind of brings us full circle uh to the beginning of the show all right one more topic here uh before we have to go to break so the justice for january 6th rally was uh, over the weekend, and you probably don't know that it was over the weekend because nobody showed up. Uh, that is, except for, like, uh, a bunch of federal agents, a bunch of FBI. Look at these bros. Look at these bros with Fans. all their... Yeah, look at the... <laughs> just, those pockets are bulging there, and I don't mean that as a compliment. Uh, all have those same watches. Fedboy Summer uh, 2021. So obviously they were there ready for some action. They did not get any. Um, there was like, I think, 100 to 200 people there, a lot of which was press who were ready for some action and not many people wanted to walk into that trap. But if you would have read the headlines over at CNN and all of those other left-leaning publications, you would have thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be another insurrection. And then crickets. Yeah, uh, that it was exactly what it was. Saw a uh, good buddy Ford Fisher filming over there and cops pulling people over that happen to also be undercover uh, yeah. police officers yeah. and, and whatnot. Look, this is part of the course. Uh, so if they didn't fall, I know. I, can I use this term false flag? I'm going to use it today. Uh, <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll find out, YouTube. Uh, if it was one to exist, it sure would have happened there. But they didn't get the uh, the apocalypse that they wanted. But that's exactly what uh, everybody here expected. Yeah. yeah, it's just a fed honeypot is all that it really is. I mean, you have everybody that shows up. They, You can tell that these people are federal agents. I mean, just look at them. But uh, beyond that point, we know that they're just trying to instigate something because they just want something. They're a tool of the current state of the current administration just to set that narrative. Because if the more uh, right wing so supposed terror that they like instigate, which they're not doing a very good job at instigating it, apparently, the more fuel they have to the fire in terms of their narrative so that's really why they're trying to do this yeah as much as much as they can find that just uh that goes along with all of their white rage narratives <laughs> they want to make sure to uh to find can we go back to that picture really quick i just i love this so much like they don't they would not who told them it was a good idea to dress like that <laughs> they don't fit in they all have the same haircut i mean that is not it's a meme basically it is. that their view of what who they think the enemy is to them is a basically a meme so yeah. that's all that yeah. it shows you how incompetent the fed uh, federal government is anyway okay. that they actually think that the people that would have shown up to something like that if they were going to do something would have been dressed like that and they would have been uh, blending in. Right, yeah. Know. Oh, the, let's let's do this to blend in. Let's <laughs> all have the same haircuts and wear these cute little jorts and uh, tight little shirt. Yeah, I just... They're horrible. They're not very there. good at their job. They're horrible. <laughs> They're horrible, Jack. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. I mean, just how... All right.
this is the part of the program where I hound all of you who have not yet gone to wherever you get your audio podcasts. You got to go there. Uh, you got to find the news and why it matters. Subscribe, rate, and review. It allows more people to be able to find the show so people can get real news and not the crap you hear on CNN. Also, you might see your review read live on air, uh, like the one today from Houston Weapon X, who says, uh, five stars, another outstanding show. What a great show. This is a great podcast to get my news fixed during my commute. Love the sense of humor and the honest news reporting. Sarah knows how to pick great guests. Uh, keep up the great work, Sarah. So they're complimenting you guys <laughs> at the same time. Thank hey, you. you know what? That's great because I love Built Bar. <laughs> but the ratio, this is of one of my sponsors, the ratio of the Built Bar mention in the reviews and not mentioning us who are bringing you the news it's just getting a little offensive, guys. <laughs> I'm just saying. So if you really want to troll me, you could go and write a review and give us five stars and say something about Built Bar instead of us. I'm just saying, if you really want to troll me. Uh, also, don't forget to make sure to subscribe to Eric July. You can find him on YouTube. He is YoungRippa59. It is uh, the show is for canon's sake, and people are like, you are you're saying that on purpose that way because you're racist. You say young Rippa. No, that's just what it is. It's yep. R I P P A. Yeah. That's what that's he did it, yeah, not did. me. It was me. I'm not trying to like blend in. With, <laughs> I'm not trying to blend in with my homies here. Also, make sure to subscribe uh, to Jack over at Red Eagle Politics. It is YouTube.com/slash Red Eagle TV. Thank you for coming yeah, on. No problem. I hope it was it was fun, right? Yeah, we're it was. a fun bunch, I think. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.